Hello there and welcome. It's Tracy Stanley here. As our listeners know, Barbara Wilson and I have written a book chock full of tools and processes that teams or individuals can use to help them solve complex problems. Now, some of these tools we've developed ourselves and others we've borrowed from other experts in the area. In our book, we take you through some of the facilitation processes that we find useful when you're leading any sort of group creativity session. Now, Barbara has recently written her blog looking at both energizers and icebreakers, which are both important um, as a part of a, a group um, introductory process. So, um, Barbara, um, can you tell me a little bit more about what energizers are? Good morning, Tracy, and um, nice to speak to you. Well, uh, let, let me just take a look at what energizers then, um, what purpose do energizers serve? And it, I, I've, maybe I want to step back a little bit from that and talk about the, the two aspects, both energizers and icebreakers, okay. because there, there are similarities, but there are also uh, important differences. Um, both of them are important in a meeting to, um, to really set the climate of a meeting. Energizers can be used throughout a program, throughout a meeting, um, whereas icebreakers tend to be at the beginning. Mm -hmm. So let me start then with what are energizers and I'll come back to icebreakers. Okay. So energizers are exercises or some form of activity that can be inserted into a workshop or meeting to raise energy, um, which is what then their name says. <laughs> coffee, coffee can serve lots. I mean, quite often coffee has a very important purpose for this, um, especially at the start of a meeting and in Latin countries, um, coffee is really important. However, um, the use of group exercise, uh, group energizers increases the energy level generally in the whole group and it can inject a sense of fun into any meeting. So I think that that's an important um, aspect of energizers. So they raise energy when it's most needed. Um, you can use them to develop a group climate for the success of the event or program. You can put them anywhere in a program. So you can use them right at the beginning. And when you use them right at the beginning, they can also take the form of an icebreaker. You can also insert them at any moments in a meeting when you feel that uh, the meeting is sort of, energy is dropping. People are getting a, a, a starting to look at their phones or you know, they're starting to look as if they've disengaged. Then you can always say, take a break at that point and insert an energizer. So it's, uh, it, it's something you can, you need to take a sense of, of when is appropriate, really. Okay. However, we talked last time, I think, about using um, tools, creativity tools in a, a virtual world. Yeah. And of course, we've just been talking about meetings where we've both attended recently that use Zoom. And of course, we we're using Zoom to record this virtually. So how do we adapt energizers um, to, to Zoom meetings? And I think, the, I think it's really important that we do think this through because when we're sitting at a computer, we can, even, we can have even less energy. You know, if we're all sitting looking at a screen and we've got 
several of these meetings going on at you know during the day during the week then it, it can get almost quite tedious to, to take part in them yeah. it's quite raising it yeah, so, quite sorry sorry <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, so, so raising energy, normally you need people to be physically active. I mean, this, this is one of the things that I always try and do when I'm doing energizers. And it's more difficult sitting in front of a screen, but not impossible. What you could do um, is ask participants to, to stretch, to stand, to do some gentle exercise before the meeting gets underway. That, that, that's one thing. Or during the meeting you could always take a break and ask people you know why don't you just stand up now stretch your arms up um, or you know do something that that will get them out of their chair for for a couple of seconds even um, could be could be an energizer the other thing that's important there is to enable everyone to participate in a meeting yes. and energizers to, to some extent serve that purpose as well because you know if we haven't participated early on in a meeting it can be very hard to get in later you know to, to actually start to say something your confidence starts to to drop really as the longer the meeting goes on the, long, the longer it is that, that you've been sitting there not saying anything, the more difficult psychologically it is for you to, to say something. So therefore, energizers that start early in a meeting, that, that are start at the beginning, that, that form also icebreakers, it's very useful if you can get people to say something, to share something about themselves. Okay. So, for example, you could at the beginning of a meeting and I'd suggest you do this in advance to, to warn people about it but you could ask people to um, say something about themselves like you know what's their name but to state um, two truths and a lie it's an mm -hmm. exercise I've done in groups where you ask them to say two things about themselves which are true and one which is a lie and then you can ask other people at the meeting to try and guess which is the lie okay that takes a little bit of time and you might not have that kind of time you could ask people to introduce themselves and then tell you what they see out of, out of their window if they've got a window next to them um, to say one thing about themselves something funny that happened to them last week for example um, so it, it, it's just getting them to, to say something, to open up a little bit more than just, this is my name and this is my job title. Yeah. I mean, another, if, you're, if you've got a longer meeting and you're really wanting to build trust, you could ask people to send photos in of themselves in advance. You know, send a photo of yourself as a baby and anonymously show these pictures and ask participants to to guess who it is um, there there are fun exercises like that that you could develop to to create a, a climate at the beginning of a meeting and throughout when as you said you know if people haven't been contributing they they might choose to psychologically opt out or they just might quietly get off the meeting so it's about yeah Making interaction a really valuable, whatever is your objective, a very valuable learning or knowledge exchange or problem-solving process. You had someone. 
really good points there, Barbara. And some really, you know, I, I'm just trying to recap on some of them. You know, you've talked about using photos, about sharing truths and lies. Um, I like that the photo ones because um, myself, I have to run a meeting in a few weeks' time and there's going to be 20 people on the call. And I'd rather use something visual that can be shared through the Zoom screen necessarily than having 20 people chatting. So um, you've got my brain sparking thinking about how I can invite people, as you have suggested, to send in something personal about them that gives other people on the call and in that community more of a sense of who they are rather than just a, a name and a job title. Hmm. That's, that's, that's a good idea. I mean, I think that that really is important at the, um, uh, at the, uh, the start of the meeting. And of course, that, that forms an icebreaker. I mean, when I said earlier that icebreakers can often, energizers and icebreakers can form the same purpose at the beginning of a meeting. And when you're having that kind of introduction, then that becomes a, an icebreaker. Um, so that's, that's, you know, really essential to have an icebreaker right at the beginning. Okay. So, um, yeah, I think that's, um, that, that's what I'd say there, that the, the two are different. However, there are, there are similarities. Okay. And could you sort of wrap up with sort of the two or three sort of learning points for the facilitator, things they need to consider when they're deciding on what? Yeah. Yeah, I think first of all, as a facilitator, what I would suggest you do is think about the purpose of the um, icebreaker and energizers. Energizers. So that will the purpose of it will will really be related to the the nature of the meeting as well. You know, how many people are going to attend? Is it a one-off meeting, um, or is this a beginning of a, a working group that's going to meet regularly? Is it a meeting, is it a, a training or is it a more, you know, is it a serious meeting? So what's the nature of it? And, you know, then develop something that's appropriate to that. Then think about, you know, how, much, how many of these people know each other or do any of them know each other? Does the icebreaker have to take the form of really a getting to know you as well as a, a sharing trust? If people already know each other, then the icebreaker can become... Um, a trust sharing exercise where they're sharing a little bit more about themselves than, than maybe they had previously. Uh, so it, it's really important to, to sort of think that through in advance and then prepare others for it. You know, the, the last thing you want as an icebreaker where you're trying to build trust is to suddenly, you know, thrust an exercise like that's, that's going to really get people thinking um, right at the beginning of a, of, a, of a meeting when people haven't prepared. That will just throw them and it just won't work. So if you've got something you want to really um, use to, to start off a process, like you said earlier, of um, problem solving in some kind of way, then prepare them in advance. Send a couple of questions out and ask them to, to think about their responses to this because you'll be starting off with an exercise around that. Um, and then it doesn't throw people. You know, yeah. it's, and it's, it's much harder... Yeah, it's much harder to deal with something on, on the spare of the moment like that, I think, in a virtual meeting than it is in a physical meeting. Um, so I think that's, um, that's important. Yes, great so, yeah, and then 
energizers think about during the meeting if it's a long meeting do you need to take a break at some stage um, and then insert something very easy and you know standing up stretching rolling your shoulders just some something like that and it, I, I think if you st said that in a meeting and people weren't expecting it then it would be I think people would find that sort of slightly amusing as well and it might lighten the tone that, that yeah. can often get quite serious so um, try something like that as well so Tracy what would you add to this um, I guess I'd probably just be reinforcing some of the points that you've made that really resonated with me about thinking about the objectives, thinking about things that people need to be pre-warned about or to prepare for so they don't, you know, feel embarrassed uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. if put on the spot. Um, but but recognising it's really important. I mean, I've sat through so many boring meetings and, you um, you know, something small like this is just what, what it can take to sort of give people a mental break and to get focused on the task, whatever that task is. So, um, yeah, so some good advice, Barbara, there. Thank you. I mean, I've learned, I've got quite a few ideas for this call. I've got to, um, this workshop I've got to run online for two and a half hours in a few weeks' time, um, where I'm worried about keeping everyone engaged and, but at the same time, trying to create a bit of a sense of community, um, mm. doing, the, doing the, the process through, through Zoom which is something yeah. I don't have tons of experience with. I don't think many people have. It's a huge learning experience for the whole world right now. So good luck with that, Tracy. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. And if you'd um, like to know more about some of um, Barbara and my favourite tools and how we recommend you facilitate them, um, can we uh, encourage you to, to buy or to borrow our book, Creativity Cycling? help your team solve complex problems with creative tools that's available on Amazon, of course, in ebook and paperback format, and hopefully in your local bookstore and library as well. And if it's not in your library, do ask your librarian to get it in. Okay. Well, you have a good day, Barbara. I'm about to go off and have my tea and uh, I look forward to <laughs> chatting with you soon. <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye, Tracy. Thank Bye. you. Bye.